Hi, I'm Ronki Madrigadumi, and you're listening to Product Magic, a podcast dedicated to telling the stories of how product makers create product magic. Content and the design of content on a web page or app is crucial. If, if we get the content wrong, it could break a digital experience. If we get it right, it could provide us new customers, engagement, and retain our current customers and increase revenue. Content design is more than writing words. It's designing experiences with them. Words alone are, are irrelevant without form and function. Words are an integral part of the experience. It is a pivotal part of the customer journey. So th- uh, therefore, it is imperative that product managers collaborate with their content design partners because they can enhance innovation. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how cross-functional teams enhance innovation. With Alexa, we'll discuss her experience partnering and collaborating with product managers. Alexa, welcome to Product Magic. Thanks so much, Ronki. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you. Will you please introduce yourself to our audience? Of course. My name is Alexa Apollo. I am a senior manager of content design at PayPal. I've been with PayPal for five years, and I currently lead a team of Five content designers and one manager uh, over on the merchant side of the house where we create experiences for businesses that want to allow their customers to pay using PayPal. Awesome. Fantastic, Alexa. So can you tell us how did you get started in content and kind of talk through your first role so that we can understand your journey? Absolutely. I actually uh, started out in journalism, which is not uncommon for content designers. But after I graduated from college with an English degree, uh, everybody said, well, what are you going to do? Teach? And I knew that's not what I wanted to do. So I had always been interested in writing and I'd done a little bit of writing for the student newspaper. I ended up getting a master's degree in journalism and I worked for a few trade magazines And then I made the transition into marketing communications because frankly, journalism is not a particularly lucrative career. So I started out then in marketing communication, um, worked mostly uh, at internal agencies, so inside of companies, uh, but did a little outside work as well. And Then I struck out on my own and I was self-employed for three years. And during that time, I ended up working for a lot of tech companies. I uh, wrote white papers for them, blogs, and ended up learning a lot more about Silicon Valley. And finally, I ended up with one client who needed her entire website rewritten and redesigned. And she really liked the work that I had done for her. And she knew of an opening at PayPal. So she referred me in. And Jessica Peets, who is now our senior director of content, and was the one to interview me. And she took a chance on me because I hadn't actually done UX writing or content design by that name before. Uh, she brought me in. I was living in San Diego. So I commuted up to San Jose every week on a plane. Oh my God. And it was incredible. I felt like I had found my people. This was exactly the right match for my background and my skill set. And everybody seemed to like me as well, because I was brought in for a contract position 
And uh, they ended up being able to make it work, even though I was still living in San Diego. So I started as a contractor in September of 2016 and made the transition to full-time employee in May of 2017. And I've been here ever since, and it's been fantastic. I love your journey. (laughs) How awesome. Okay. All right. So I have to ask you, so now you started at PayPal in 2016. How did you learn what to do? You know, it was, to me, it just made sense. I I think it was because I had a background in magazine journalism. That's what I studied at Northwestern. I studied, uh, I learned about all types of journalism, but I had a particular focus in magazine journalism. And so many of the principles are the same. You want to tell a good story. You want to hook the reader. You want a really strong headline to draw them in. You want multiple entry points on the page where they can easily find the information that they need. You want the language to be clear and approachable. So all of that background really came into play with content design. And I had amazing and supportive design partners. I had other content designers who were just so open and giving with their mentor mentorship that it ended up being a fairly smooth transition for me. Oh, that is so cool. All right. So I have to ask you, what did you wish you'd known before you started at PayPal in that role? I wish I had known a little bit more about just how much design was going to be involved. I had worked with words throughout my entire career, but I had never thought of myself as a designer. And so that was a real mind shift, uh, mind shift, mindset shift (laughs) that I needed to make because um, it was no longer just about words on a page. It was how they interacted with the entire experience. And it wasn't just the words alone. It was really about the logic um, and how everything tied together to make sense for our end customer. So, you know, if a designer was like, okay, well, I think the button should go here, but I would think through it logically and realize, well, no, that's too late because really it's not tied into the previous information that the customer is thinking through, then I would have to make the case for why the button needed to move or why the other content would need to move. So it really was about all the elements on the page tying together. And that was a big part of design. Oh, cool. Okay. So Alexa, for uh, for our audience, I just want to let them know that I actually do work with your team. And one of the things I love about working with your team is that I have a content design partner and I have a design partner in myself. I call us the second box, right? The first box is the designer, myself, and our tech lead. And then the second box is with the content person. And what I love about that collaboration is you bring in another set of eyes into not just the experience, right? Who can point things out because they have a different perspective. They come from a different background. They're thinking about this from a different lens, right? But not only will they point that out, but what I also love about that relationship is that my content partner would say to me, what is the customer value, right? They would ask me, and I love that because then I can say, oh, the customer value is blah, 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 blah. And then the organizational value is this. And the person would go, okay, so here are my questions. Why do we have to do it this way, right? And I love that. 
So I would say that the biggest misconception people have about working with content designers is that you can show us an experience that's all designed except for the content and say, here you go, put words in these boxes because we will come back with so many questions and want so much more detail that both sides will end up getting a little bit frustrated. Like content and design will be like, why wasn't I informed about this earlier? And product will be like, why are you asking so many questions? And design will be like, are you going to tell me I'm going to have to redesign these screens? (laughs) Best case scenario is that design and content and product all collaborate from the very beginning because you'll get a much better experience that way. And we can address all the questions up front. Of course, questions always emerge later, but, and then content and the design, the UX designer can partner more effectively as well because we can discuss, you know, our ultimate goals for the experience, what we want the customer to think and feel and do. And all of that can be addressed, not just through the design elements, but also through the board choice and through how we structure the flow of the experience. So I would say that's the, that's the biggest misconception that people have about content designers is that we can just throw some words in there and make a good experience when it really does require being informed upfront and um, being brought along on the entire journey of the, the full design process. Okay, so Alexa, thank you so much for offering that explanation because that's similar explanation that I get from my design partners, right? Is I'm not just here to draw pictures. I want to understand the customer pain. I want to understand what we're solving for because I just don't want to solve for this particular problem. I want to think about it holistically for the future as well. And the same thing with my content design partners, right? Is help me to understand why this is important for this moment to solve this problem and also in the future as well. So, um, I kind of, so if you wouldn't mind, can you talk through the importance of that collaboration with product and why it's essential? Absolutely. Absolutely. So product comes in with so much information about the organizational goals, the business goals, the KPIs, and they have some idea of what the customer needs are as well. And they can share all of that with the UX designers and the content designers. Um, but what we want to avoid is having product then get into solutioning, like here's the business goal, here's the customer problem, therefore here's what we should do. Because that's not really collaboration that ends up making design and content feel like we're order takers mm-hmm. and we're just there to, you know, fill out the boxes, draw the pictures and put it to words. And very clearly, Ronky, that's not the type of a product manager you are. So I think, uh, you know, it's great that you do this podcast so that people can learn so much about what it is to be effective in this role. But when we all get together and talk through the, what is known and what we still need to discover, that's where the true collaboration happens. So 
we then can come up with a plan for how we're going to learn more. Are we going to AV test? Are we going to do some user experience research? <clears throat> are we going to are we going to um, do a quick content test to see if people are even understanding the messaging before we go to engineering and have anything built? Uh, so that's how we start the collaborative process. And then we iterate, you know, so we'll go back, content and UX will go back and come up with what we think the solutions are and then come to product and say, hey, you know, is does this meet the needs as you see them? And then product gives feedback like, oh, well, actually, I don't feel like it addresses this particular segment or this particular need. And then we'll go back and reiterate and think about it some more. And it's a, it's a constant learning process. And that's how I see collaboration, not with any one team saying, you have to do it this way, or I'm only going to do this, but all of us growing and learning and testing and ideating to come up with the best experience for the customer that still meets the business needs. So, um, again, so obviously, you know, I'm a big fan of content designers. So the other thing I wanted to mention is I also find that not even for new projects, even for existing features that are out there when you are, when we are trying to solve a customer problem where customers complain about a certain feature, I find that it's easier to share the product vision the pro and the problems, not just with my design, with the designer and the the tech lead, but also the content designer as well, because they'll have to find creative solutions, right? So I am a big fan of bringing everybody in from the get-go, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that they understand, why are we even looking at this? And for that, I mean, you were sharing the roadmap and the product vision, right? Like, okay, Joe, Sarah, here's what's going on, right? Like, here's, here's why we're pivoting this way. Here's the tip, you know, the type of revenue we can make and so forth. So um, what are your thoughts on bringing even our content partners in from the get-go so that there are no surprises and they're not having to catch up with the rest of us because we already understood that product vision? Absolutely. I think that's a great practice. And I would love for content designers to be brought in at the very outset of every project. We're not always resourced that way where we, where content designers can be involved in every meeting. But my ideal state, uh, would be that when there's a kickoff, a content designer would be there so that we do have all of the same information, uh, that our engineering and UX design partners do as well. It is much harder to try and catch up later. And I think it makes for better collaborative partnerships when when we are all have the same same information at the outside. And my also the other thing I wanted to mention in this segment is I believe in celebrating the good and the bad, right? If we do something really cool as an organization together and we release a great feature, great. Let's celebrate it with everybody, announce it, right? Include content, include design. Not the content then finds out later on that, oh, this thing went up, this thing went out. But also, is there a failures? I think it's important to celebrate that too, because what it means is that the, the team, the product management team itself 
is taking chances, right? And we want innovative ideas rather than beat ourselves up for it and hide behind that. Um, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that, on celebrating the good and the bad with your partners and the product shouldn't just own that by themselves. That makes so much sense to me. I, I love it when product sends out announcements saying this feature went live and they list all the teams that were involved and they do include content in that and call it out separately from design uh, because it is a different discipline, you know, just as uh, user experience research is a different discipline. So that always makes me really happy and I get to feel proud of my team and celebrate their successes. But it's also so important to talk about things that didn't go as planned or when something went wrong, because that's part of innovation, right? We're not always going to make something that's fantastic right away. And the more that we can learn from what didn't quite hit the mark, the better we'll get in the future. So I love it when we get to do retrospectives and look back at a project and say, okay, well, this actually, I think this is where we started to go off course. And maybe if next time we try this approach, we can, we can avoid some of these pain points and churn that we experience. So I'm a big fan of, of celebrating both successes and not successes. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, at the very least, um, I find that it motivates and inspires, right? Mm-hmm. And if you, especially if you fail, fail quickly. And also I'm a big fan of setting yeah. metrics for failure anyway. That says, okay, if we get to this point, let's just say, okay, this didn't work and then let's pivot. But including everybody in that conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the other thing, again, why I love working with your team <laughs> is I feel lucky, I think, because I've had content designers that I like, yeah, let's go. Let's present together. Cause I like to tell the mm-hmm. story. I don't, number one, I don't want to hear myself for a 10 minute <laughs> presentation. I just don't. Right? And so the way we tell stories, uh, I like to tell stories is I kick it off and then I pass mm-hmm. it on to our designer who then tells the story from the persona's point of view, showing the before and the after including our tech lead, who's going to talk about what it's going to take to build this. But I also think part of that story in the beginning includes our content designer who also lays down the foundation, the principles, right? What is our mission and vision? What is our principles we're following? And why are we making this this design decisions and content decisions? So I just like to tell that story with all of us in the room to leadership, because I think it's not just product, right? It's not my story. It's our story right? To solve this customer problem. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to mention that and get your thoughts on that. I always tell aspiring PMs, you want to be collaborators. You want your content designer in the room. You want your designer in the room. I just want to get your thoughts on that. That's such a great practice. What I have found is that when content designers are brought in and given that opportunity to tell the story in leadership presentations and they can talk about their content strategy up front and why they made certain choices and how it aligns with our established voice and tone that can really um that can really set the stage 
for a richer conversation later. Because if content isn't able to explain some of those principles at the outset, we can sometimes get stuck in a little bit of back and forth of like, well, I don't like the way that sounds or why did you do it this way? That's not how I would have done it. And, you know, everybody's got an opinion and that's great. But we we are professionals in this discipline and we make the choices we make for very well thought out reasons. So the more that we can explain that prior to the work being shown, I think the more it brings everybody in to um, into the overall story and and into our rationale. And I, I just think it, it makes for much better conversations and, and gets us to to more actionable feedback. I love that formula of presentation. And then the other thing, of course, is my research is our research counterpart, right? Including mm-hmm. our research counterpart in that, dis- that discussion. I just, re- I realized in the last year that all my presentations of to leadership have been with every single one of those teams. And I'm, I just, I've learned so much from them. So I hope <laughs> other product managers are doing that as well. Cause you just kind of go, Oh, I have a whole entire village I can share this with. Mm-hmm. And the, and the, vi- and the burden is not on me. It's all of us. And we all have different perspectives to bring to the table. So anyway. Um, so anyway, this is so awesome. Um, okay. So Alexa, in this segment, we're going to talk about advice. So what advice do you have for product managers? How do, how do we better enhance our partnership with content team members? That is such a great question. I would recommend learning a little bit of the basics of the content design discipline. There are some really great books out there on content design and content strategy that can set a foundation so that you know what our pain points are and the stresses that we're under a lot of the time. Um, and I think, you know, that, that can really build some empathy. And that to me really builds a greater understanding of um, what everyone is dealing with at work. And it's stressful for all of us, you know? So the more empathy that we can have for each other, the better. And that, of course, goes both ways. Uh, but that's one of the biggest things I would recommend. And then setting up one-to-one, it's such a great practice. And that's something that I'm challenging myself to do more of this year is getting to form deeper relationships with my product partners and engineering partners uh, because I have great relationships with design and the content org, but I really need to stretch outside of my boundaries. And I think that's similar for people in other roles too. Like designers have great relationships with designers. They have great relationships with content. Um, and product managers have great relationships with other product managers and with the dev teams, but we all need to make sure we'll, we're building relationships in all directions across our organization. So those are the big things that I would recommend for somebody who's new in this role is, um, get to know a little bit more about the content design discipline and then stretch, stretch a little bit out of your comfort zone and set up those one to ones and, and get to know the people that you're going to be working with on a regular basis in all different disciplines. 
I love that advice and I recommend it. I, I am a better PM because of the people that I work with in content and design. Uh, and also you guys have really great parties before COVID <laughs> and you had really good food. So I would come over and eat your food. <laughs> yeah. You always order from the best places. So. <laughs> All right. And then I wanted to ask, so any advice that you might have for recent college grads trying to get into product management, any feedback you might have? I think it's the same advice I would give to almost any college grad, which is be curious. Learning doesn't stop when you're out of college. And I find, especially in this world of tech and fintech, that if you're curious, your career will go so much further. I've always been an avid reader and I mostly read fiction for fun, but I read a lot of news. I guess that's a little bit of my journalism background, but I'm always reading just short articles on all sorts of topics. And a lot of times that allows me to form different connections and ideas that will then better inform the work that I do. And I think it's the same for product management. You know, it's, it's not just about, um, you know, the skills that you bring to that specific role, but it's about how you interact with others, what you can learn from others, what you can teach others. And so having that level of curiosity, I think is, is one of the most important skills that you can bring as a new college grad. Thank you. All right, Alexa. So I have to ask you, it's been 21, 22 months as we've been home because of the pandemic. Um, what, what makes you passionate about your work? What gets you motivated? For me, it's the people that I work with. I, I have a great team of people, um, both my direct reports and then the larger team. So all of my in a box partners, I feel so privileged to work with so many smart and just kind people who really genuinely want to build good things for our customers. So it is a slog sometimes, right? It's, it seems like one day after another and work leads into so many facets of our life now because there's not a clear separation between office and home or all at home and at work all the time, it seems. Um, but because I genuinely enjoy the people that I work with, just makes it so much easier. And of course, I mean, I love the work. I love working with words. So that's a huge help as well. Um, and I find inspiration just in seeing other people's excellent work, other examples of great content design, and sometimes even in really terrible examples of UX and content design, just because it makes me laugh and be like, oh, oh, honey. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes, sometimes that just brings a little bit of levity yeah. and be inspirational as well. So I have a confession. So when I was an undergrad, um, I was studying to be a math major mm -hmm. and all my, 
uh, the other courses I'm supposed to take, I try to find the easiest ones to take so that I wouldn't have to do any writing whatsoever <laughs> because I just didn't care for words. So, <laughs> so I, I did my best to avoid as many writing classes. Fast forward to MBA and I had to do a lot of writing. I'm like, so I couldn't escape it. Right. <laughs> so I did a lot of writing and I had to get good at it with my MBA. Fast forward after. So, Alexa, as I mentioned, so I avoided, I avoided writing uh, as an undergrad. So now that I'm writing blogs and I have my own website, um, I find that I love words. I have a new appreciation for it because with words, you can change someone's life, right? Um, so anyway, I just wanted to mention how much the, st- uh, the work that you, you and your team do is so important and you know, and I and deeply appreciate it. So Alexa, um, can you talk through what excites you about product management? Of course. To me, product managers are so often on the front lines of innovation and they really see the big picture, which sometimes we can get a little siloed and maybe we'll see a piece of a project but we won't always see how it ties into the overall company strategy, like for the year. Um, whereas product managers often do have that overall vision. And that's why it's so cool to talk to them and, and get that sense of like, how is this all going to come together? And, how are we really solving customer pain points and meeting business goals? And a lot of times a good product manager will be so organized, so clear on those customer pain points. They'll understand how long uh, we've been getting calls about something and, you know, how much money the company could save if we fixed this pain point. And they will just drive the product forward. And it's so gratifying, you know, when we get the results that we've achieved that goal. So being able to innovate with product managers is so exciting. So I have to ask you, what is your favorite quote? (laughs) So this is kind of a funny one. Uh, One of my favorite authors is Dorothy Parker. She is an amazing essayist. She wrote some great short stories. And she was known for her razor-sharp wit, of course. And this is attributed to her. She said, I hate writing, but I love having written. And that resonates so much with me because writing is, is hard. It's a challenge. And so much of my writing process is like staring at the screen, staring at the screen, type, 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 delete, 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 staring at the screen, type, 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 delete, delete, delete. And it goes on and on and on like that until finally, hours later, I've got something. I'm like, oh, and it's just such a relief. Like I've written it. I'm done. And that is a great feeling, but the actual writing process is is not always such a great feeling. So, Alexa, I cannot thank you enough for joining us today. So I have to, so to end our session here, what is the biggest takeaway you hope our listeners take away? I would love for them to understand just how crucial collaboration is. And not just with engineering, not just with dev, not just with design, 
But all members who are involved in creating a customer experience and how important it is to bring content in at the beginning of a project. If there's one thing you remember from this podcast, please let it be that. Invite your content counterparts early and uh, and be collaborative. Thank you for joining Thank us. Thank you. Today.